Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I'm your host, Tyrus McKnight. And tonight I want to talk about investing in fun versus investing in fundamentals. Now, over the past week, there's been... First, I want to get into something first before I start talking about what I want to talk about. Throughout the past week, there's been some discussion about ADOS, Fundamental Black Americans, and the reparations that we are den- um, that we are owed. And a lot of people have been denying the fact that Black people are owed reparations. Now, recently, Bernie, Man- Bernie Sanders, Senator Bernie Sanders, he was on a breakfast club. And they were asking him the question about, do you think black people should get reparations? And his immediate answer to all of these questions are no. However, for those who don't know, Bernie Sanders, he is Jewish, and he did vote for the Jews to get reparations, monetary things. He didn't stop them. He didn't want them to, he didn't want to stop them from getting reparations. However, he wants to stop black Americans from getting reparations in the form of money. And the thing is this, we as black people, we got to learn when to ask for what we're owed. It's nothing that's shameful about getting what you're owed because we set the foundation for America. We're the only people in America that fought in every war, the only people that never fought against America, and yet we're denied reparations. Now, as I stated on my last show, the reason being is because they know black people, when we get it from the mud, we still flourish. So imagine us getting millions of dollars to flourish uh, millions of dollars to start our own business. We'll be whooping. We we will still flourish. We'll be beating every race in this country. Then we'll be able to expand. They know this because they know our history. They know where we come from. They know we come from greatness. You know. So and then you know another thing I noticed is that the Democratic Party. Their road to destruction is always in three forms. First, they announce that they're running for presidency. Then they go on the Brothers Club. Then they get asked about reparations, and they say no. Every last one of them, and they kill all their their campaigns in a matter of seconds. Just in a matter of seconds, they kill their campaign. Now, let's get into what I want to talk about. I want to, um, for those who listen to the show, you know I love definitions because definitions, they set the tone of the show. And also, it gives you a clear-cut way of understanding what's going on. Now, fundamentals, I'm going to define fundamentals. Fundamentals is defined as a central or primary rule or principle on which something is based. All right. Now let me de- let me define fun. Fun is defined as the enjoyment or pleasure 
particularly in leisure activities. Now, for those in the know, for those who are from New Orleans, you guys know that we have an annual event every year. With the um, with the exception of Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras is something that the whole world knows about. Bound enough, the whole world knows about the Zulu Ball. It's a formal ball that's held in New Orleans. It's an annual event. Usually, it's held at the Ernest um, Memorial Convention Center in New Orleans, and they have a great headline every year. Like they have talented singers. They get money to bring in. Like this year, they brought in Monica. They brought in Jeffrey Osborne and D. Nice and Friends, you know. And it's really a chance for black people to dress in a formal setting and to have a ball and to dance and to do things that they feel like they're not capable of doing because when I was talking to because I've been to the Zulu Bowl, but I went there with a free ticket because I think the tickets are something in the range of like $170 a ticket or something of that nature. But, and it's a whole bunch of black people. When I say a whole bunch, I, I didn't know New Orleans had so many black people. But I say that to say this, <clears throat> the Zulu Bowl... When when I was going to Zulu Bar, I had to look around and I had to be more conscious because I was thinking to myself, you know what? We got all these black people in this building that paid for those tickets. Now imagine if we took all the money that they gave to the Zulu Bar, which I don't think is going to the black to the black community in any in any which way, but if we took all that money they gave to the Zulu Bar and funding it into banks, into our own communities, I was thinking to myself that we could really become a super economic power in New Orleans, a black powerhouse right in this city. Because as I stated before, we're 89% of the um, population in New Orleans. But... We only control 2% of the money in the economics in New Orleans. That's, that is a major problem. And I think we have to switch our mindsets when we're talking about becoming greater and greater people. Because I want I want the best for my people. Especially in New Orleans, I want the best for them. And if you think about it, we're 89% of the population, and you're black, your majority, you basically build everything in the city, but you don't profit from everything in the city. Why? Why don't you? No. Economically, we could have more power. Socially, we could have the power. And defensively, to be honest, we already have the power because if I could be completely honest here, Based on the murder rates, I don't know a city that's willing to kill or die like New Orleans. Let's just be honest about that. Because we're willing to go ahead and um I'm talking let's talk let's talk little politics right quick. Let's talk a little politics. Let's talk urban politics. 
See, the interesting thing about urban politics is that you can have a drug competitor that's willing to push out another competitor from their territory. But what they are unwilling to use their energy for is to push out people who ain't even from their communities, who don't even look like them. You know, when we talk about street economics as far as um, somebody that's um, distributing street pharmaceuticals, allegedly, they could translate that into illegal dealings, like opening up a grocery store. I mean, the same the same aggression that you use in the streets, you could be using that in business, you know. And I really don't understand how we can let people just come into our neighborhoods and then dominate our neighborhoods like they do and treat us any kind of way when they come in our neighborhoods. It's, it's sickening. It's very sickening. Especially from the standpoint where you know you could do better. You know that your people are capable of doing better. However, I digress. Now, the topic was investing in fun versus investing in fundamentals. Now, the Zulu ball like Mardi Gras is a time to party, buy alcohol, and invest in having a fun time. But you rarely see those ambitions when it comes to investing in fundamentals, such as collaborating to open a business, building up our communities, learning different languages, taking care of our mental and physical health. You rarely see that. Things that would benefit us in the long run, you barely see us as a people attempting to do something like that or to even engage in productive behavior. It's like we're afraid to engage in productive behavior and we shouldn't be. You know, I was talking to somebody and I was telling them the same thing and I was running down this whole spill. And I was telling them that, you know, we're 89% of the population in New Orleans. Why do we only control 2% of the business? And but however, everybody wants to go to the Zulu Bowl and everybody wants to party. I don't get that. You know, their response to me was, you know, there's some stuff that white people have that black people don't. You know, it's, black people are not used to having something like this, but they could dress up, be fly, and for the most part, engage in nonviolent activities when we're around each other. Because in a world of nearly fuller, let's be honest about something. Black people shouldn't be around each other unless we're doing something productive or positive or there's an agenda already set. However, that agenda doesn't have to be fun all the time. That agenda could be business-related. That agenda could be monetarily related or politically related. Why do we have to get together all the time just to have fun. You know, every Friday, Saturday, on the weekends, typically, unless it's a Thursday masquerade for those who's in New Orleans, y'all know what I'm talking about. But unless it's something like that, you you see black people in the club, you see everybody in the club. 
trying to have a good time, investing in having a good time, investing in alcohol, but you're not investing in yourselves. You're not even investing in your kids' future when you do things like that. I don't know if people really look at stuff like that. They, if you save the money that you spend on alcohol every year, you spend, you spend partying every year, you spend on foolishness every year, we could come together and make some big waves in New Orleans, economically. Economically. You know, we could build, we could actually build New Orleans up. And I keep hawking on New Orleans because, in my opinion, New Orleans could be the black mecca. They really can be. Just like Atlanta to some degree. We got too much potential. Too much of it. Now, I want to speak on something and I'm going to say it how it needs to be said. In my opinion, I think as far as New Orleans goes, and I'm not talking about everybody, I'm talking about a certain amount of people, I think that New Orleans has adopted a culture of proud ignorance and selfishness. And that has to stop. We're better than that. Living in meager, impoverished areas is no sign of a bad sign or a badge of honor. There's, I mean, like, there's no, there's nothing about living in impoverished areas. You know, surviving gunshot wounds, foolish nights. That's that's not something to be cherished. Being poor isn't cool. But when you know better, you do better. Well, New Orleans and other predominant black communities, it's time to do better because we know better. Or we should at least. Because when we're talking about our education system and we're talking about our kids and we're talking about our communities, we have got to do better as a people. We just have to. But when you talk to most black people who have adopted this culture of proud ignorance and selfishness, which is a system of a symptom of white supremacy, you you get tired, you get exhausted just for trying to explain to them on how they could do better in life. You really do get exhausted. I know I do. You get so exhausted. Um, and my father used to always say this. Um, but um, they had to make know your projects. And, um, you know, one of the uh, predominant, one of the best groups that were out at the time were the Hot Boys. And they used to always write where they were from. They're like, I'm from the Third Ward, Magnolia Projects. And my dad used to always say, why are they saying that out loud on the song? That's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> um, and, you know, I understand that um, you want to you never know, forget where you come from. But you have to be able to not just give back to where you came from, but you have to improve where you came from. It's okay to say that you're from the projects if you're going to go back there 
tear the projects down and build some great housing specifically for black people and for black people to live in. It's good to say you're from a project or that you're from an impoverished area. If you're going to leave that impoverished area, then come back and put in some money into that impoverished area. Put in some work into that impoverished area. Start educating the kids at a young age that you don't have to be proudly ignorant. That there's more out there in the world for you than just this setting that you have right here or what they presented in front of you. Just because you have a plate of shit in front of you and you're starving, doesn't mean you have to eat it. It doesn't. And I'm saying this in a figurative sense. Leave that shit at the table. Go out. Get your own set of food. Your steak, your vegetables, something healthy for you. And then come back, present that to yourself and the people around you. And then you can eat. And that's a figurative sense what I just did there. And... We as black people, we just got to do better. Also, when we're talking about doing better, we have to talk about not just staying in one place. We got to talk about expanding because we have the potential to do it. No matter what you've been told your whole entire life, you had a, a potential to do it. Just get up and do it. I think it was in it, um in my episode of Black Alchemist when I said black people we have the inherent the inherent talent of turning shit into gold. And that's what we do. Regardless of the little or the meager environments that they put us in regardless of what they've done to us mentally, physically, spiritually. They stripped us of everything that we have. And we're still coming. We are resilient people. It's time for us to start acting like it. It's time for us to start saying, hey, you know what? Enough is enough. I don't want to... I don't want to sell drugs to my community no more. I don't want to kill my brother no more. I don't want to kill my people no more. I'm going to go ahead. I got enough money. I'm going to go ahead and get, do what I got to do, start my own business. And then the same aggression that I had in protecting the other thing, I'm going to protect this business the same way. Now, for those who don't know, I have a 
poetry novel coming out March 8th. It's going to be available on Kindle and Kindle Unlimited. It's called Tears of Stone by Tyrus McKnight. And if you purchase this novel, you won't be you won't be you won't regret it. I just spoke truth to power. Thank you guys for joining me. Good night.